Hey guys, I am your host Jasmine and today we're doing Geek of the Machine, Batwoman Season 1 premiere. Co-hosting today we have Michelle. Hello, Hello Michelle. Hi. And as I said, we're talking about Batwoman the season premiere. So first of all, Michelle, overall, what did you think about this episode? Well, firstly, can we just say this? Once again... We only promised the first episode. (laughs) I just feel like that needs to be reiterated because I don't need anybody coming from my throat about this. Okay? So we promised the first episode. um, But overall, surprising would be the word that I would use for it. Very surprising. Yeah, it could be because I had low expectations, like I told you. (laughs) But, I mean, it was better than I thought it was going to going to be. I didn't, um, I didn't hate Ruby Rose in the role. I think her supporting cast did a decent job. And since it's really their first time working together, it's, chemistry is going to be lacking. So I can be forgiving of that. I just expect for it to develop over the, um, you know, over the series. But overall... It wasn't bad. It was much better than I thought it would be. What about you? I agree. I have to say, I it had its moments. When I was like, I wouldn't mind watching this again. And then it also had those moments where it was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't really... I don't know if I'll be watching it again or not. It, I would definitely have to play it by ear. That's fair. Uh, what about you, Michelle? Are you going to watch it again? Yeah, I'm going to watch the next episode. Um, The reason why is because I I really, really, really want to give it a chance, okay? And it showed, like you said, there were plenty of moments in there that had me go, okay, I can watch this. And then there were a few that were, huh, you know, I don't know. It, and mainly, I will say maybe, mainly it was Ruby Rose's acting um that had me going uh eh, I don't know but it was only really in a couple of scenes that it, it was questionable to me her delivery wasn't that great or and you could hear her accent slipping out she has an accent yeah she's Australian or something oh uh, I don't pay I, don't, I was not paying attention to that. <laughs> the one time the normally, one time like <laughs> once upon a time I was on them mm-hmm. but this I was like they beat me down anyway, um, it wasn't her accent. It was just some of the acting choices that she made was very, um, poor. In my, in my opinion, there were poor choices. I wouldn't have gone that route. I'm not an actor. Let's keep that in mind. I'm not a professional (laughs) actor, so don't hold my feet to the fire. But I'm just saying, I envision that if I were, you know, acting, I would not be doing the one thing that irritated me is when she had that clenched jaw and she was trying to emote through it. Do you remember when no. she was? So you remember? No, I, I have no clue. Oh, what she was suspended about. in the air. Oh no, we're, I'm we'll not going to go into details. I'm not. I'm just going to give you an example. How would you feel if somebody was trying to talk to you like this? I really want you to stop, stop it without opening their mouth. 
without really like speaking that is like the problem that i had with her it was in that one particular scene that you're going to go into um later on but yeah that bothered me but other than that she was it was serviceable it was you know on board with all the other um cw shows yeah but if it's supposed to replace arrow it's going to have some issues mainly because the main actor isn't Sadly, isn't as good as Stephen Amell, and Stephen Amell is not like A list. He's like B or C for acting. Ruby Rose is like D or F. But the action sequences weren't up to par since it's once again it's replacing Arrow as that dark, gritty superhero show on a CW series. I wasn't a fan of all the quick cuts, stuff like that. So I don't know. If they're trying to build her up over the season to be able to handle more of the choreography herself like Stephen Amell does, great. But if not, I mean, they could still try to get away with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with her backstory and how Batman failed her. <laughs> Sorry, Shadow <laughs> was very disturbed. Like, he had to let you know Batman didn't fail anybody, okay? <laughs> Um, well, you know, her whole family drowned. No, it was just her sister and her mom. Well, technically, we found out that it wasn't her sister at the end. Well, I already knew going in. How did you know going in? Because who the character Alice, Red Alice, is her sister in the comics. Oh, well, you have comic book knowledge. I had none of that. I don't know. It was all very suspicious to me to begin with. But first of all... I have semi-comic book knowledge. Let's not sit here and pretend that I was sitting here reading the comics, okay? The problem for me was the moment that she made it sound like Batman abandoned her and just let her sister die, I said, something's not right here. This is not the Batman I know. This is some trickery. I did not appreciate that. So, yes, I did look into it at that point because I needed my heart suit. Wow. Yes. I'm sorry, you're not going to lie on Batman. You're just not going to do it. Not to my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as that, I was like, yeah, I'm, I would be mad at Batman, too, when she had the whole memory of her sister, and, like, she's the one who climbed out of the car, and everyone else plummeted to their deaths. Hmm. I mean, once again, is this really Batman's fault? Yes. No. This definitely, poor definitely Batman's on fault. Your part. How is that poor choice? I'm a kid in the back seat. Uh, your mom then. Your mom should have been better at driving. Wow. All I right. Mean, I'm not the best driver in the world. I guarantee you I need to be careful with myself. Mm-hmm. All right. So we also find out that... She has been training for the better part of her life after she got kicked out of the academy for being gay. She didn't get kicked out. She opted out. Respectfully. Uh, The choice was either deny being gay or leave. Mm -hmm. Her girlfriend was like, nope, I'm not gay. I don't know nothing about that gay life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... What was she supposed to do? It's like, no, let's not. I'm not going to pretend that's my stance on that. I, I really think her girlfriend um was a coward and still is one. So mm-hmm. it is Especially since she married a man. Well, she could be bisexual. 
my thing is that is very real. She could be bisexual, but she didn't even look like she cared about him. She. It looks like she didn't care about him when it came to Ruby. <laughs> when Ruby was there, that's when she was like married to who? She looked so upset. <laughs> like, she really did look upset when he walked over to her. Like, like girl, I was so close to getting him in them jeans again. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. Like, uh, what's her um the girlfriend's name? Uh, Sophie Moore. Oh yeah, Sophie. Sophie, sweetheart. Like, we know that this relationship ain't gonna last, okay? Just let it go. Just let it go. Let that poor man find a wife who actually want him, okay? I don't know what you want. Well, I do know what you want, but it's not in his pants, okay? (laughs) (sighs) Or maybe it is. Maybe she just loves Ruby more. Maybe she thought she loved him, and then when Ruby came around, she was like, oh, that's real love. You are so sweet and innocent. (laughs) She don't care nothing. She don't care nothing about that man. Um, but how did you like Sophie? Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's like, Sophie, I'm like, oh, who? I started thinking about the characters from The Walking Dead. Like, why are we talking about them? We just <laughs> mentioned her name. Um, Sophie. I don't really have an opinion of her because she's not in the show. We don't know. I mean, in, the, in this particular episode, she was barely there. The only time she actually interacted with the main character was, um... When they were kissing, when they broke up, and when she saw her after, you know, she saved her life. And honestly, I don't I don't think too highly of her, mainly because of the choices that she made while in the academy, choosing, um, I get why, I understand why. I can, res- you know what, you know, I can respect her reasons why. She was very much um, career-oriented, and like she told Ruby, I don't have the luxury to be offended by this because this was her only way to get to where she wanted, where Ruby, because she's rich, because her father um, is, I don't know, um, influential in some regard at that time, he was able to come up with a backup plan for Ruby to still get the training that she needed mm-hmm. and would eventually hire her on. So thinking about it that way, I respect her decision to stay. Um, however, I don't I don't like some of the choices that she made in the fighting sequence um, when she was chasing after them. I don't I, know. I, I liked her in the fighting sequence. I didn't. And this is the reason why. Why? Why? I mean, I said when I saw that, I was like, I couldn't be a cop because my first instinct was like, deuces, I'm out. Like, why are you chasing down these people wearing freaking rabbit masks? And like, for what? You could, if you wanted to shoot, you could have shot him from a distance. You already knew that they were killers. You know what I mean? So you had Kurt Blanche to just shoot him. You could shoot, shot him in the leg. You would have done all of the any of that. But you decided to run up to him and do one-on-one combat when clearly you're not it. I don't know. Maybe she got a C in combat training when she was in the academy. It's not. Maybe she's a, a A shot. But I can't even say that because she missed a couple of times trying to shoot him. Why are you even in this job? Now that I think about it. <laughs> I, love, I love how I keep talking myself around her. Like, yeah, it's a poor hard decision. Oh, wait a second. Now I don't because I'm like that good from what I can see. You got captured in the first five minutes of the episode. Well, they captured her specifically because they knew that Sophie was more important to 
the man they, then they know that. Ruby Rose. They didn't know that. And Ruby pissed me off later on, too, in regards to that. But they had no idea about that. Let's be honest. It, that was all just, um, I don't want to say a jealousy, but what's the word I'm looking for, Jasmine? That it was a was, play on her emotions. Well, Ruby's emotions for sure, but it was, you could tell that that decision or that thought had no basis in fact. It was all just like, oh, he sent you away. So we thought he didn't care about you. That that makes no sense. It, a, a, how do you get from A to F without, you know, looking at all the finer details in between? That had nothing to do with that. And then the whole thing later, that irritated me too, but I'm, I'm going to stop here. I don't know. It made perfect sense to me. I was like, yeah, I, that seems legit. Great research. What? Great research. No. Know that enemy. No, that you knew nothing. There was nothing known. The enemy was ignorant. <laughs> like, cause I love it. She's like, you're a postage package that came back without the right postage. Like, he doesn't love you. Oh, I thought you knew this. <laughs> and you just find this crap so hilarious i did oh my god so funny yeah and i was sitting here like this crap um so how did you feel about her training and when she got thrown handcuffed well her feet were cuffed and she had to go get the key and then he covered the hole and she had to make her way out uh it was very reminiscent of Batman mm-hmm. and his training, and that's all I thought about it. So, <laughs> um, so then we get the Crow security team, aka Batman's replacement. Yo, the fact that they needed a whole team to replace one person that tells you how how powerful he was. That really tells you that because there is no way that one person needed a whole a whole security agency to replace them. They were just that good. <laughs> Come on. Like they all should be ashamed, especially Ruby Rose talking crap about Batman. He abandoned her. He did nothing but love her. <laughs> she did say that Bruce Wayne was there for her, her only Yeah, because he was guilty. Because yes. he didn't know that that rich family would cheap out on a damn car. That's what that was. <laughs> they got a cheap vehicle. And he was sitting there like, I couldn't believe it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Really? Yes, that's exactly what that was. He was, I was just as stunned as he was. Like, for real? Y'all went that cheap? Okay. Wow. Oh my goodness. Why are you coming after Batman like this? Miss Jasmine. Yeah. I think that Batman, um I mean he did fail them at the end of the day. He literally left after he did the two hooks. You know that you're lying, right? Did you not see the memory? You know what? He had to save 32 other children. 
Okay. Those children weren't his family. Neither were they. As far as he was concerned, you relate. First of all, you're not a real wing. You're a cane. Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, you. We're related, but you ain't really like in the fam. Fam. You're like you're like side fam cousins. You know what I mean? So he tried his best. He secured it. He just couldn't calculate that she would have cheated out on a vehicle. All right. That was all that was. Okay. <laughs> Had nothing to do with him. That was the mom and dad's fault. How you gonna be millionaires, billionaires? Cause Martha, um, Martha Kane or Wayne, whatever, she was born from a very uh, rich family too, if I'm not mistaken. So if that's the case, how is it that her sister was that cheap? How do you don't know that they were? First of all, why are you saying that they were cheap? Cars are sturdy by nature. It was in an accident. Who okay. would have expected that? He Exactly. Who would have expected that they would have got a cheap vehicle? Okay, the, I'm done with you. The man I am said, done with Lucius you. said, Lucius said that he, the, the, um, the framework was very cheap on a vehicle. It was a cheap car. Bam. He said that. I didn't say it. I didn't come you up with that. You just bending over backwards to defend the bat. Because the bat is right. Mm, 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 mm. Like uh, I mean, to you know, all joking aside, for real, let's be honest. When they was telling that whole story, I was sitting there confused. I was like, "This doesn't make sense. This feels like a childhood memory." You know that is um, incorrect with limited information. That's why I had to do my own research because I was I was hurt. I was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my heart. I could like Batman would never like y'all not gonna portray Batman this way. I was like, I need verification that this happened in the comics. And even I don't even find that verification. I'm gonna have to look up um, Batwoman <laughs> <laughs> issue zero. I need, uh, I need let us zero. know in the comments, guys. Guys, <laughs> let me know because I'm confused. I'm like Batman would never do this, and that's why I found out it was about the cheap cars. Like, oh, that explains everything. He was right. Y'all was wrong. Okay, that's how I felt. Anyway, we also see his uh, Alfred, which you're calling him Lucius. That's not his Alfred. That that is her Alfred. That's not her Alfred. That's supposed to be her Alfred. Yes. No. Do you? No. That's not who he is. Who is he? He is Lucius Fox. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if he's Lucius Fox's son or. Oh well, he sucked. He was awful. He, least Lucius was like, oh, I have weapons that can defend. Right. He may have created those weapons. I don't know. Like he the only thing he did was modify the bat suit. And side note, how did you like the removal of the, the wig and the new suit? Oh, it's not a removal of the wig. Are that they gonna is... add the wig later? Right. So this is a prequel to what happened in um Ew. That wig was awful. No, that wig is great. It actually looks really good and she looks really really good with red hair. It's very comics book accurate. I applaud them for keeping that up. Um, but as far as, wow, I'm sorry, I got distracted. You know, on IMDb, the show right now has a 3.5 out of 10 rating. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't even know what this means. He is Luke Fox. So Luke Fox, Lucius Fox is, yeah, I knew it. He's Batwing. I Girl, Batwing. Yes, he's a he's another Batman eventually. 
So he's one of the, um he's Batwing in the comments. I was like, I I couldn't remember if he said Luke or Lucius. I was like, he looking a little young, so I'm thinking he's Luke Fox. But yeah, uh, so he's Lucius's um son, and he'll eventually be a badass on his own. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, he's very weak now, like tragically. So Jasmine, don't be a hater. I mean, if you're supposed to be security. He just started out. He's like a, a baby. He just He said born. that he had gotten a bunch of squatters who were living in there before. Okay, he's a baby. He's only like 20-something. Get out of here. Since when are you giving people credit for being young? You don't give credit to the Titans. Because they're not young. Raven is very young. They're Raven is 20. young. Raven, I give her plenty of No, passes. you don't. Yes, I do. You I never, never trash give Raven. her past. I never trash Raven. Really? Shall we look at the tape? Go ahead. Exactly. You don't have time to pull it up. So let's not worry about this. I love that you're like, you don't have the time to pull it up. So it didn't happen. Like, exactly. no. Like, I don't remember you trashing Raven the whole time. I've first... never trashed Raven before in my life. The lies. Never. The lies. Never. It never happened. I don't know what you thought happened. Maybe you were genuinely confused, but that never happened. Anyway. Um. So, Kate gets the information from Wayne Manor. I mean, from, like, his building or whatever. And I don't know why the father didn't think to go there in the first place, but whatever. So she gets the information about where the girl is and no one like says what's on the paddle. Why was she the only one who's like, look, there's a paddle. What's on that paddle? Well, All of these fair, are nobody else would have saw that. I wouldn't have saw that. First of all, that's right, but you're not a trained to... military person. First of all, you can't even do that in real life. <laughs> I would have been amazed that they could even zoom in and then retain the clarity of the image. <laughs> like that's where I was confused but I was sitting here like wow that's amazing you know when you zoom into an image you pixelate it there's no way to restore that clarity like that so <laughs> I was genuinely confused she is amazing if she was able to do that with just her eyes to tell them to do it with this amazing software that doesn't exist <laughs> give them put some respect on their name what did you think about the uh, fight scene I already told you what I thought. Yes, but now we're at the actual scene where the fight scene sequence where you're supposed to be talking about the fight scenes, ma'am, and not going off script. I never went off script. I gave you some ideas about how I felt. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will say it's not bad. It's very standard. That's what that is. It's standard. But when you compare it to, and this is, once again, not a fight choreographer, not a stunt woman, not my field of choice. Even if it was, I wouldn't be good at it. But that being said, with this whole thing, comparing it to Arrow, which once again, it will be replacing, right, as the dark gritty show. And the one thing everybody talks about Arrow is the fight sequences, how good it is. How they have it where um, 
Like, they have stunt doubles, of course, but they have it where it's... um Undetectable? That, too. That, too. You definitely... I could tell the difference between those two. But um, <laughs> they had single... They do a lot of single um, shots. So they'll just have the camera on them while they're fighting it out. And what makes that amazing is that you don't have a lot of jump cuts and edits in between to make it look like they're doing something. So you're not going to sit here and have the actor go, punch, all right, stop, all right, kick, all right, stop. Instead, you're having punch, kicking, everybody dodging. It actually looks like a, a fight. You didn't get that in this one. You didn't get that. What you got was a lot of the um, stunt double coming in, banging people on the back, switch to her doing fake punches, switch to the stunt double rolling on the floor, switch to her standing up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of that going on, and because of that, I think that I think that's an opportunity for them to grow in. You know, I'm not saying that that's how it's going to be. That's just what I saw for right now. But I really do feel like that's an opportunity that they can take advantage of and grow in because we have not seen from the CW female um, characters um, or actresses anyway too that could handle that and that did those single shots, um, you know, one shots and things like that to really give us high-powered action sequences. So I'm hoping that they'll build up her fighting um, ability and she'll take it on kind of like how we were hoping with, um, what's that? Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah, so uh, I'm getting, um, that's what I'm getting from this. Uh, Reminiscent um, of Iron Fist where it's supposed to be great, but then when you sit there and look at Daredevil, you're like, eh, I don't know what they were thinking, you know? So that's what that is. Yeah, I I have to agree with that because I really was feeling very Iron Fist. It felt like she didn't know she was supposed to fight, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of it was just like, okay, I'm supposed to move to point A. I'm supposed to move to point I didn't feel like she was a real fighter. Like, I honestly didn't feel like she'd ever been in a fight in her life. And you know what's funny? Before I even watched the episode, I actually started um, getting into a YouTube channel that is, um, like, it's, I think it's called Corridor Crew. And they're basically a bunch of stunt people that talk about the stunts that they did in movies and stuff like that. And one of the things that they were saying was that for, you know, actors and you know, stuff like that, you can really... Hold on, what was I trying to say? I, I like the information that they gave as far as, like, what the stunt double work is and then what the actor's work is and how amazing it is when there's an actor who can... Um, give back as much as you give and they were saying that um, for instance, what's his, Captain America what's mm-hmm. his name? Chris Evans? Mm-hmm. Like how he was really good at doing the stunts because um, the fighting sequences because it was like doing um, fight choreography is not like fighting it's more like dancing, you need to know how to move, how to stay on beat how to hit your points and since Chris Evans had a background tap dancing he was able to see the moves and get it down and move his body accordingly. I don't know if Ruby Rose has a background in dance, so maybe she wouldn't be able, like, you know, maybe it'll take her a while to be able to hit those, like, understand the beats and how to do all of that before they can focus more on her actually kicking ass instead of having a stunt double come in randomly. Not saying stunt doubles aren't needed and aren't used, but, you know, you 
you want to have more shots where you can actually see the actor's face. Hmm. I agree. I think you definitely need to be able to see the actor because a lot of these things are just problematic in that way. Like, it's cute that she's there and then you'll see the swap if you're paying enough attention. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that's the problem for me. Because I don't necessarily want to see... I don't. It takes me out of the immersion. Um, but let's move along to the family drama where Sophie's like, you, uh, Sophie's missing and she's the daughter that your father always wanted. And then Kate goes to confront her father like, you never wanted me. You always sending me away. Like, blah, 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 blah. How did you feel about oh, this? Oh, wait, you skipped. So right before we get to that point, that's after the fight scene where she was speaking with her and she was suspended in the air. No, that's, that's when, at the end. No, no, you're right. You're right. That's before because that's she also finds out that her 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 what half sister. No, her sister, sister, her twin. No, no, because she doesn't find out about Alice until the end. But that's when her, she. Yeah, what I was trying to say was that her twin was talking to her and trying to goat her and say that daddy doesn't love you in that scene. Mm-hmm. So what was happening was when she was trying to beg for um Sophie. Alice. No, Alice to let Sophie go and take her instead. Instead of saying, like, I guess she was supposed to be hurt, but I wasn't really getting that feeling. Instead, it's just like, let her go. You just take me. I don't know. I felt like she was hurt. I I don't know if she was supposed to be hurt or not. Yeah, they hit her. They hit her. I know that they hit her, but I'm saying based off of how she's speaking, it just, she sounded off to me she wasn't emoting she didn't sound desperate like please just let her go take me like if you want somebody i'm here i'll do it and i could see her being crushed after she's like yeah daddy doesn't love you like you know i it wasn't a lot going on in her face she wasn't reacting she wasn't emoting like just saying like uh like being like a little dizzy like let her go like having that response is different because she didn't do that what she said just let her go like why are you talking through your teeth speak open your mouth you i don't know she took any acting lessons um jasmine were you in drama in high school uh i don't know maybe okay i was and the first thing that they the teacher was like uh was open your damn mouth when you speak also don't say um, thespian. I'm like, what's wrong with saying thespian? It's not thespian because apparently everybody was saying it like lesbian and she had a whole issue with that. Whatever. But outside of that, open your mouth, speak so people can hear you. And that's the problem that I had was that her teeth were clenched and she was trying to speak. And it was supposed to be a moment where she's either hurt and trying to be desperate for the love of her life to save her. And it fell flat. All right. Did it? I don't know. I felt I felt some emotion. Your bar is very low. You are the uh, most amazing individual in <laughs> existence. Because you sat there and was able to feel emotion from a dead fish. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. Good job, Jasmine. Um, but how did you feel about her and her father's confrontation? Mm, that time I thought she did better as far as acting goes, honestly. Um, but I still was irritated with the character of uh, 
case. Because I'm sitting here like, you really let this loon, who you don't know is your twin, convince you in five seconds that your dad, that daddy doesn't love you? Well, I think she already knew her father was having sketch feelings about her because he would never let her into the crows. And she said she's been training for her whole life for that. No, she hasn't been training for her whole life. Like, the crows just started after Batman disappeared. That's not her whole life. Wow. What? I'm saying be accurate in what you're saying. That's that is not what happened. What happened was she he um she dropped out. He said, "I love you. We'll figure something out because you're going to get this. So we're going to have to do your training another way." He did send her away to be trained by other people. I can I can see that as a child being hurtful to you as a child being um you're very judgmental of people who still carry weight of their past scars because i had past scars too but you grow up like everyone doesn't do that michelle right so if you don't do that why is it okay for me to sit here and say that's okay that you didn't do that why is it okay for me to say that you don't need to grow up you can be peter pan for the rest of your life no if you're doing wrong somebody needs to call you out on your bs I expect the same to be done for me. And when it is done to me, okay, I need to sit down and reflect. Is this person actually trying to be helpful in what they're saying? Is it an accurate statement? Or are they just trying to tear me down in this moment? I mean, it's a lot that goes on when people try to come at you a certain way. But let's be honest, somebody needed to come at her. She is not right in this situation. I mean, I think that both her and her father are wrong. He even said that he sent her away to try to protect her because he didn't want her in danger. But she was Mm -hmm. constantly chasing danger. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he was trying to protect the only family that he had left, like she said. And she was like, you're just pushing me away because you don't want me around. And then he literally set up a whole new family while she was gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would be livid. It wasn't while she was gone because then she wouldn't have had a relationship with her stepsister. No, you could have definitely had a relationship. No, not where she was at. Like, cause you, no, no, she wouldn't have had a relationship with her stepsister, where her stepsister would know where to locate her. She wouldn't. It. That's not. That's not the case. Her stepmom knew knew who she was. They already interacted. Her her stepsister. Wow, that's a very low bar. No, I'm saying your statement isn't correct. It's not a bar. Whether or not I'm saying their relationship is ideal, what I'm saying is. She was not Rapunzel. She was not in a tower where she had limited interaction with everyone else. That is not what happened. But what I will say is, yeah, I can see if she was a teenager being like any trauma that she had from after, you know, her mother, her sister died to the point in the, you know, army, whatever, or um, academy. I can understand that. But when you're 20 plus, especially like once you're over 25, you should be able to have a better understanding of what happened. Like if you lack the information, I would think that you will go out of your way to try to acquire it. Like, why did you send me away? If you felt a certain way about your dad, why didn't you speak with him before? Why did you let it go on for so long that you made it so that it was so easy to manipulate you when you're damn near 30. That's the problem that I had. 
I feel like she is a more emotion-based character. That's also another issue. Because we don't have that for um, the men like that. And if we did have it for the men, we would still call them out on it. I don't understand why it's when it's her that it's okay to like pat her on the back and say everything will be all right and softball it. No. I mean, in all honesty, isn't that what Batman did? Like he went home when he was a kid, cried about his whole family. And like Batman is a whole make-believe thing that he created because his family died. I'm not a make-believe thing he created. Batman is not an imaginary friend. Isn't it though? No, he's not sitting there talking to Batman at night. He became the person that he needed as a child, which Ruby Rose mentioned, which I thought was a great quote. But I don't see it exactly the same way. He didn't. He doesn't have the opportunity to resolve any issues that he may have had with his parents. He doesn't have that. She does. She has it with one. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't see it's not the same. He's not out saying that um, if somebody said anything about his parents, he wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, I totally believe it. What he decided to do with his grief is to try to protect other people. Ruby wasn't doing that. Not Ruby, I'm sorry. Kate, Kate, Katie, Kate, whatever, mm-hmm. wasn't doing that at that time. So that's why I'm... I'm not well, I mean, a, he wasn't doing that as a child either. Like, let's, he he wanted to, and when he was nineteen is when he started his journey doing pretty much the same thing that um Kate was doing. So it's not a or twenty. I can't remember the exact age, but it's not a matter of him not being disciplined or not being smart. He was doing all of that stuff. He was already trying to create his Bruce Wayne persona when he was younger. I mean, he's a different breed of person. Um, Not saying that everything he did was right. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it's definitely, I wouldn't compare the two. As you just did, but you definitely wouldn't. No, compare the two as saying that they are compatible. Their experiences are very similar. I wouldn't do that, no. Mm -hmm. There are several other things that we could talk about in this episode like um her sister's secret hospital mm-hmm. which added depth to her character mm-hmm. did you like her sister did i like her sister um i didn't have a problem with her sister no I don't, once again, um, the other women on the show weren't really highlighted, so I, I can't really form an opinion about them. I can't form an opinion about the dad. It was it was Kate Kane's episode. It was her background, her backstory. I, her sister seems like she's the irritating type. Um, uh, when I say that, I mean, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So you have her, she's going to be the medical person who's going to be stitching her up. Mm-hmm. That's what they set that up for. You have um, Luke, who is going to be the uh, tech Tech. person. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what they're setting that up for. That's going to be her team. So, I mean, if they're falling into similar roles as everybody else, like we already saw this archetype. I don't don't really have an opinion on her in particular, but what about you? Uh, I love this sister, honestly. 
Like, she is duality at its finest. Uh, she is a party girl, but she's also, like, a medical girl who is Robin Hood for the poor and impoverished. Mm-hmm. I like her. I wanted to see her story, if we're being honest. I don't okay. know what that says about, like, Ruby Rose's Batwoman, but... I mean, I don't think it says much. And not in the in a bad way. I just think that um you were able to connect to a different character. You saw something in her that was a little more relatable for you. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, anything else you want to talk about about Ruby Rose? I mean, in particular, no. Okay, so let's jump to the final fight scene. Okay. Uh, there we have the betrayal. Mm. I'm sorry. I just remember that fight scene. <laughs> we have the betrayal of one of the crows. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they aren't called the birds of prey. Don't do that. Don't do that. We already are dealing with the catastrophe that is Harley Quinn. The super fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. We're already dealing with that, yes. <laughs> but the crows have one of their own betray them Mm -hmm. for Alice. Uh, He swept the building. Alice was sitting there making out with him in front of Sophie. Sophie was on the ledge. They pushed her over to a ledge and he said, hey, Sophie, either Sophie dies or everyone at the movie dies. Which one do you want? And he was like, they're families, blah, 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 blah. You can't do this. That's entirely up to you. So then Batwoman hops down, uh, kicks some butt, ends up like falling several stories, almost has a Spider-Man moment with Sophie on the bed. I don't know what that was about. Because <laughs> Sophie looked like she was ready right there. I mean, we've seen that scene in a preview, um, the trailers multiple times. So, I just, uh, I would hope that she would have been, um, one of those women who would have just instantly knew. That would have been something different, like, looking into her eyes and knew. Right, especially when you've, like, been there. Like, you could immediately see that that was someone who loved you. Mm, I don't know, like, you're, um idea of love is a little bit I don't know what's the word I'm looking for um, Disney? a little more romantic than I would go for mm. because I wouldn't say necessarily that I could tell just by looking at her that this was love she meant it and, you know so it was so. lingering she was basically about to kiss her she was like fighting the urge to kiss her this was a lingering love and you could see, first of all, the fact that she is right there with her, and it's like, oh, was that a man? What? First of all, I don't even understand how that happened based off of the body in a scene. Exactly. So, I will say this. One thing about Ruby Rose that she brings, she brings a lot of masculine energy, um, which I do like that she has that bad boy um, appeal to her. That I could see her finessing and using that to capture, you know, like basically be like a, a little bit of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I can appreciate that. But I feel like that's not what they're going to do. I feel like that would have been a good... She, they literally say, you are the female Bruce Wayne. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're not going to make her a player. They're going to make her fall in love again with Sophie. and she's No, I think Sophie. so too. But I think publicly, she's going to put on the persona of Bruce Wayne. Mm. Where she's irresponsible or... um. Where, like, people will think, oh, you're so flaky. Really, she's leaving your events because she's going to save the world. You know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or um, she'll be seen with models, you know, to show off her wealth or some some type of BS. I don't know. I think they, if they are really trying to make her the female version of Bruce Wayne, I think so. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Um, we could talk about that later if you want. On another episode of this podcast. I never said that. Hmm. But I'm, uh, well, you know what? Since you said that, so I'm going to say it now. So <laughs> I don't think, um, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing that they are constantly comparing her to Bruce Wayne in the, when it comes to her sex. I her agree. Gender. That I have a problem with. Like, if you were to compare whether or not you're doing as good of a job as him, are you, are your stats as good? Are you doing that? That's fine. But to keep saying things like, oh, you're the female version of Bruce Wayne. Oh, the suit will look better once it's made for a woman. Oh, like, I mean, if you look at the trailers, there are a lot more examples in them um, where they're basically saying it's time for a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. Yeah. And I have a problem with that because I'm a person too. Like, why can't I just be good? Like, I it's like those I don't know because like, I don't feel like they leaned into that in the episode though. But they, not as hard as they did in the prom, um the promotions. Do I'll you think that. that they'll do that in another episode or? I think this is going to be Supergirl 2.0. Mm. I think it will eventually evolve into that, and I'm a part of the group of people. I guess a very small group. Um, that actually liked the first season of Supergirl. A lot of people didn't like it. So what do I know? But I liked the first season because it didn't feel like that was the focus all the time that she was a girl that, you know, of course they had some things in there like, why am I called girl? Why aren't you calling me woman? Like, okay, that's a legitimate thing to say. I don't have a problem with that. But as it progresses, it's just like, Oh, you're mad at me because I'm a woman. No, I'm mad at you because you're a superhero trying to stop me from being a villain. <laughs> like, it's stuff like that that bothers me. I don't. I just hope that they don't go down that route. That's my biggest fear. If they steer clear of that and just make it a matter of like, of course, hit on um, women issues like the whole um, the lesbian issue that we touched on at the very beginning of the show, where they were both a part of the academy, and the academy is against um, homosexuals being a part of the academy, or, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I appreciated that that's something that needed to be seen, needed to be heard, um, and that was organic to the character. But I find it really strange that every time you're going out every day, you're always like, but I'm a woman now. And... If this is going to be any good, it has to be made for a woman. I'm just like, no. As a woman, I don't think about men in my comparison to men on a, a daily basis. I just think about, am I as a person better than them? You know what I mean? I, than I think my that's where you're different, though. Like, mm. honestly, you're. I think you're different. Because I think a lot of women do think about that. They think about themselves as women first. Mm. I mean, I can't disagree with you because... You know, we we had long discussions about this stuff before. 
and there are in in some ways I think of myself um I have other adjectives that I put in place first before I put in a, a woman you know what I mean mm-hmm. that doesn't compute so to speak but either way I also don't feel like I'm and you correct me if I'm wrong I also don't feel like I'm the type of person to put another group down automatically to, to build up, yourself up right mm-hmm. so I may criticize another group of people by saying okay like for instance I can criticize patriarchy and how it is not beneficial to either um sexes at all I can talk about that, but I wouldn't say men are trash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are two different things to say. And I feel like the show gives off a vibe of men are trash versus the patriarchy being a problem. Um, so that like that was the thing. Like certain topics where it's like the system, that's what I think it is. I like it when they attack the system. So with the whole um, um, LGBTQ issue in the very beginning, that is a, a system attacking um, moment versus men attacking issue. It's just like, that's not helpful. That's not helpful to anyone. And it's unrealistic. So I kind of wish Adelaide would have watched the episode too, because I would love to get her opinion in comparison to Charmed. Um, what do, like since it's on the same network? I don't do know. You... That actually would have been interesting. I wish you would have thought of that. Mhm. Um, but I think that's about it for this episode. Okay, so. I mean, um, as far as that final fight scene, I will say I enjoyed it. I was surprised about how much I enjoyed it. I didn't expect the whole final fight scene, and then the reveal that that was her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the issue of her being a woman, and I don't know, I didn't watch Supergirl, like, to be honest. <laughs> I I couldn't get into it. It was anti-woman, sexist, <laughs> misogynoir. It wasn't my thing, so I couldn't comment on it. I I hope that they don't go the charmed route where everything is because they were women. Mm-hmm. Like and they blat or the Sabrina route where they blatantly told oh, you. Oh, oh, hold on. You know what? Keep talking. Let me look this up real quick. Give me one second, okay? <laughs> where they blatantly told you, like, "Hey, I'm doing this because you're a woman," which is not how <laughs> anything works. No one is telling you, "I like this is because you're a woman." Ever, never, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as- all right. Just to cut you off for one second. All right. I will say this. The writer-producer of this show is different from the writer-producer of both Supergirl and Charmed. And um, uh, Sabrina. Because the same person did all three. Right, but did they go to the same school of writing? I don't. Or- well, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch Vampire Diaries. They were the Oh, I liked that. Vampire Diaries. At least a couple uh, seasons of it. But I was also younger. So, I wasn't watching Smallville. She was a writer that. on that. Uh, so Carolyn Dries, Dries, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a writer on Arrow. She is a producer on Batman. I mean, sorry, Batwoman, the Witchblade series. She's an executive producer on that. Recon, the Vampire Diaries, Melrose Place, um, the 2009 one. And she was a writer on both Batman and... Oh, 
how did you feel about Elseworlds Part 2? Um, did I watch it? Yes, we did a podcast. Oh. That's the one where they introduced Ruby Rose. Oh, it was fine? Okay, she wrote that. So, I guess that's what you can expect from her. She also did a couple episodes, once again, in Smallville, so. Yeah, I mean, she's brand new. You can tell that she's very fresh. Her earliest um, credit for producing is in 2009. Her earliest writing credit, where she, I guess, got some significant... um, you know, part, well, she was in Miss Colleen's Chris, uh, was, um, 2008, so, fairly new, but 10 years worth of experience, so hopefully, um, we'll get a great show out of this. Mm. I don't, I don't know, hopefully we will, but I, I, like I said, I just hope that they don't go any of the shows that I mentioned, Route. Thank you guys for listening. I'm well, sorry, did you have anything? You, before, yes. So next week's episode is called The Rabbit Hole. Um, I'll just tell you the quick summary. Jacob Kane and the Crows up the stakes. Kate continues to look to Bruce Wayne's legacy for guidance as Luke Fox inadvertently gets pulled into Batwoman's vigilante heroics. Sophie and Kate are forced to team up. So I'm definitely they're going to play that angle that you mentioned where it's a push and pull between Kate and Sophie. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to that. I just kind of want her to be alone for a while <laughs> and figure herself out. Especially oh, since Kate. Especially since Kate is married to a man. Like, at that point, I would have tossed that whole thing away. Because she's a while. You really act like, like that's dirty. Because you're in love with me. You are still... No, no, in- I'm sorry. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me clarify. I'm not saying um, you should cheat what I'm saying is that you act like the opposite sex is so filthy that if they touch the same No, woman, what I'm saying is you are still in love with me, okay? Right. Instead, you knew where I was. It was easy to reach me. Instead of reaching out and being true to your authentic self, you decided to go back into the closet and even marry a man, betraying not only you, but me. And I'm supposed to be like, yo, that's cool. I'll still accept you. Like, no, I would rather you have been alone and sat there or been like, this is, this is the thing. This is my true problem with this. Okay. This Mm -hmm. premise. She pushed herself back into the closet, which if, if it had just been for the Academy, maybe again, we don't know if she is bisexual or not. So, or even um, pansexual. We don't know what her sexual orientation is. My thing is this. You can obviously see that even if we don't believe in one true love, she still has feelings for someone else, which is a betrayal to her relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't accept that. I'm sorry. You cannot love two people at the same time. Well, what will you say to triads or people in polyamorous relationships or... Um, that you love one more than the other. No, you say you can love two people at the same time. I don't think she can. And to be fair... Let me be I, fair. Let me be well, clear. I uh, do not think Sophie has that ability because you could instantly see that she wanted her husband to go away so that she can mack on Ruby. Okay, that's just saying that she doesn't really love him. That's not... 
Okay, I'm not going. I'm not going to. Um, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but go ahead. Like in this specific situation, I don't think that it's fair to anyone involved. Mm-hmm. And I would rather Ruby, like you said, Ruby just go away and like lay, leave her to figure out her whole mess. Right. But they need to create some type of romantic drama. So, this is actually kind of different now I'm thinking about it. So, in Arrow, um, I don't care what anybody say. I'm going off with Felicity. So, Felicity uh, was the geek girl who had a crush on a hot guy. Eventually, she got him. And um, the Flash, the geek guy, had a crush on a hot girl. Eventually, he got her. Um, And... That's pretty much like, what's the other? Oh, Supergirl? Mm-mm. I don't know. Supergirl was annoying. It was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, it was the, it was the geek girl had a crush on a hot guy, got him, then rejected him after the first season because they switched networks. And then it was the geeky, um, anal, uh, alien, uh, started to have feelings and a crush on a guy who was super cool and then they got together and he died I guess and now it's the cool girl who has a crush on another cool girl I don't you know what I don't know if their relationship is going to work because this is not (laughs) accurate to the comics okay comic says one has to be a geek (laughs) so I mean unless Kate comes out you know, having the Batman flag or reading Superman comics or something. I don't see this relationship lasting past episode three. All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you think about this whole shenanigan of a show. Shenanigan? Yes, shenanigan. Uh, Let us know about anything that we discussed. not that bad. Gus, a shenanigan. And... Oh, you know this episode's gonna air right after your birthday. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Jasmine, you can find us. No. (laughs) You can find us (laughs) on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere podcasts are located. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a Facebook page. I think I said that. Instagram, Discord. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just say something. Please drop a review um, wherever you're listening to this, even if it's on our website. Drop a review. Let us know what you thought of the podcast because we are always, we are always and genuinely trying to create better and more um, effective content for you guys. Something that you guys will find interesting because we're geeks. We love talking about this stuff and we want to interact with you all too. So let us know. Let us know how you, if you liked the podcast, if you didn't, and if you didn't like it, what what you didn't like about it, and if you did, what you did like about it. So, um, any feedback would be greatly appreciated on any podcast platform. All right. Bye. Bye.